Hello, I'm Eric Nance with your Our Weekly Highlights and More from issue 2020-41, released on October 12th, 2020. This week's issue is curated by... Oh, hey, it's me! Pulling double duty this week. But as always, we have great help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. Back in issue 2020-36, we featured one of the stories about the R-Hub platform, which is, for those who are not aware, R-Hub is a collection of resources available for package authors to streamline the packaging process and the checks that are necessary to get it successfully uploaded onto CRAN. That was just one of the many posts that offer excellent technical overviews on package administration and development And if you've ever been curious about their process for selecting topics for their blog and the workflow for how they assemble the great technical and practical advice, well, our first highlight will be just for you. In this latest meta post by Ma'al Salman, Ma'al reveals how the team draws upon their package development experiences as well as questions posed on the forums with package development questions. And after finding the topics to write about, the authors lean on the aforementioned forums to see what other developers have contributed for answers, as well as references such as the R Packages book written by Hadley Wickham and Jenny Brine, and the Writing R Extensions Manual, and of course, some source code. With the tooling that's available now, it is actually quite easy to look at the source code behind R itself. And one of the tips that Ma'al mentions is looking at the mirrored source of of R that is located on GitHub. It is great to be able to look at particular snippets of code and be able to link to them directly and have an easy searching mechanism for particular sections. We will have links in the supplements on some of the resources that Ma'al mentions in this post in the supplements section of this episode. The open source model for software development has led to numerous innovations in almost every branch of technology and domains. With the success of R itself a great example in the realms of statistics and data science. With the advent of version control hosting platforms such as GitHub and GitLab, open source projects are much more accessible for not just their code, but the mechanisms for soliciting and making contributions. Since 2013, the cloud hosting provider DigitalOcean partnered with GitHub to run a month-long event in October called Hacktoberfest, aiming to encourage contributions to open source projects by rewarding a free t-shirt or other goodies to those who submit a certain number of pull requests that are adopted by these projects within the month. Recent years have gone relatively smoothly, But the 2020 edition currently underway has seen many project owners get flooded with spammy pull requests that unfortunately look to be doing the bare minimum for a pull request. In the R community, the R OpenSci nonprofit initiative has encouraged community participation in a variety of forms, such as their peer review process and eliciting feedback in their community calls. Stephanie Butlin, our open size community manager has authored a friendly blog post for both package authors and potential contributors that can be applied no matter what month of the year it is. A new section called Issues List within the Our Open Side Contributing Guide 
has been created with great advice on creating and perusing issue trackers for a project that's hosted with ROPENSI. Establishing clear labels for issues alongside contribution guidelines and a code of conduct is an effective way to both encourage and facilitate contributions for both new and seasoned developers. For would-be contributors, leveraging the tooling for issue search and establishing a dialogue with a maintainer on the issue of interest is a great way to show authentic motivation and ensure expectations are understood. In addition to the contributing guide, Stephanie points readers to an excellent summary post on a recent community call on maintaining an R package that is chock full of additional advice, which will be linked to in the supplement section of this episode alongside the aforementioned contributing guide. For our last highlight for today, if you recall in our last episode and issue of R Weekly, we highlighted a great post on being able to author, learn R tutorials, and distribute them as a package. I put a little teaser in towards the end of that summary about the engine behind LearnR and diving into more of that. Well, that is what this highlight is all about. I recently had the great fortune of sitting down with Studios software engineer Barrett Schlerke, who is now the maintainer of the LearnR package, to learn about how Shiny is being such a powerful backend component to creating LearnR tutorials. On top of the technical bits that Barrett walks us through, he also shows us a few great examples of LearnR in action. In particular, a very fun tutorial on missing data with the Narnier package that was created and authored by Allison Horst. It shows a wonderfully themed Learn our tutorial with a lot of great content on top of that that really engages a reader to learning more about this powerful package that was authored by Nick Tierney. Learn R can also be extended in many ways that a sh- typical Shiny app can benefit from, such as HTML widgets. In particular, the sortable HTML widget allows for the author to arrange for questions where the answers can be ranked or put into a different order. There are lots of possibilities in the future state of LearnR, and in the upcoming release or the new version, they will offer support for additional languages for users that want to be able to teach about more than just R in their tutorials. As usual, we'll have a link to this video chat in today's episode show notes. Those are our weekly highlights for today. Every time my turn comes up for the curation, I am very excited as I get to learn about great new packages like DevOutRGL for rendering plots as interactive 3D widgets or how a prominent life sciences company is leveraging R for improved communication of analysis results amidst technical and practical challenges and discovering the multiple ways I can schedule an R script in a variety of situations. If you're curious what the curation process looks like from the perspective of a curator, this is a great time to remind all of you that on the official R Weekly YouTube channel, I created a short screencast that went through my process of curating a previous issue. If you're interested in joining the R Weekly team to become a curator, the rweekly.org home site has all the details you need to start the process of becoming a curator we would welcome additional members to our team. 
Have a great week, and we will be back with another batch of our weekly highlights next week.